0: greetings and good day i pray that your week has gone well but if you've had a few hiccups i hope something spoken and shared today will provide you with some information as well as revelation that can assist you and encourage you to continue your faith walk my hope is that you be both informed as well as reassured that it's all going to work out amen as we come to the last installment of our gumbo face series we pray that we've shown introduced or reintroduced you to many of the biblical figures and their faith walks, where they started and where their faith walks ended. We hope and pray that we've given you some insight on faith through our Gumbo Faith series. If you don't mind, allow me to share a quick story with you or conversation that I was privy to overhear. I was in the store the other day and heard two people having a conversation and the younger lady of the two was seemingly going through a tough situation And the other lady, who appeared to be a lot older, was speaking to her about God and how God would make a way. As I listened from a distance, I could vaguely hear what she was saying. But the conversation went on for a few minutes. And at the end of the conversation, the older of the two women said to the younger lady, Baby, you just have to have faith. As I heard the younger woman respond, I'm trying. As she stood there with a puzzled look on her face. In today's society, in particular in churches, I hear many people say, you just have to have faith. However, it's clear due to the numerous inquiries and having met many new and mature Christians alike, it's clear people are having real problems with and questions about their faith and their faith walks, as well as not having a clear definition of what faith is exactly. Some of the questions we're being asked are, how do I get faith? Why is faith so important? Why is it so hard to keep your faith? And how do I grow my faith? So with all these questions looming and lingering, we have been led to conclude our Gumbo Faith series with this message. Faith, what, why, and how. And our main scripture can be found in the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, and it reads as follows. Now faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. As we read farther down to Hebrews 11 and 6, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly or diligently seek him. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. In our main text, we read the words certain, sure, must believe he exists, rewards and diligently or earnestly seek him. And for believers, those are important words to digest. But if we look a little closer at the 11th chapter of Hebrews, the phrase by faith appears approximately 29 times. So understand it's by faith that you can be sure, certain, believe he exists. You can diligently seek him or earnestly seek him and receive the rewards from God. So as I look at the text, the 11th chapter of Hebrews, Each of our gumbo faith figures name appears in the phrase by faith, by faith, Rahab, by faith, Solomon, by faith, Caleb, by faith, David, by faith, Joseph. What that tells me is that faith is important to God and it is by faith. All things are possible with God. So if faith is important to God and pleases him, therefore, I say it is vitally important for you to obtain it have it, and keep it in order to receive the promises of God, to tap into the covenant of God, to believe he exists, trust that he desires to bless you and loves you, and even more so for you to see yourself as the apple of God's eye and his greatest creation made in his image. This is all achieved and believed by faith. When we begin to understand after reading the main scripture and the whole book of Hebrews, Many of the biblical figures that we spoke of in our Gumbo Faith messages, as well as others mentioned in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, in the likes of Moses, Abraham, Barak, Rahab, and others, it was by their faith they were able to complete the work of God, were able to accomplish all that they accomplished with the help of God, and have the victories because of God. Please understand, simply, it was through their faith in God that allowed them to continue their journey despite the opposition, obstacles, trials, hurdles, hardships they encountered and the ridicule they received. And it would be through your faith that you will be able to face any danger that comes up against you, any trouble that comes upon you or any enemy that comes up against you. Please understand it was not because of their fighting ability, their knowledge of warfare, their self-preservation skills or the connection with great armies. Their only connection was with God. It was their faith that allowed them to get where they were going, do what they were asked to do and accomplish what they were asked to accomplish. Everything was done simply by faith. If you don't mind, please allow me to share this with you. Scripture says we are all given a measure of faith as spoken of in the Bible. For the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in according with the measure of faith that God has given you. Romans 12 and 3, and understand with that measure of faith given us, it has the possibility to grow as you feed your spirit with the word of God. Understand, we display a measure of faith every day in our daily lives. For example, when you go to a restaurant to sit down in a chair, very rarely do any of us inspect the chair that we're about to sit in. That measure of faith that we have allows us to trust that that chair will hold us without breaking or even going over to a water fountain and bending down, pushing the button and drinking the water that comes out of it. That is a measure of faith being used in our daily lives. But if we look at the measure of faith in a spiritual sense, it's a measure with the potential to grow to an unlimited amount. Look at it like this and try to understand this concept. What you feed will grow. What you don't will eventually starve to death. If I had a pet and I fed it three times a day, 365 days a year, it's bound to grow. But if I take that same pet and feed it once a week, which is 52 times a year, the possibility of it growing to its fullest potential and strength is limited. And lastly, if I take a pet or have a pet and don't feed it at all, it will die of starvation. Look at the measure of faith that you've been given by God in that same context. Understand this parable is a microcosm of some people's Christian journey. There are some people that spend every day with God, feeding their faith and their spirit 365 days out of a year, allowing it to reach its fullest potential, while others spend every Sunday with God. That's 52 days out of a year, thus limiting their growth. And still others never spend time with God, feeding their spirit or their faith, thus a starved spirit and starved faith, deprived of God's word, but instead being fed by the pleasures of this world. Many may ask, how do I grow my faith? The answer to this question can be found in the Bible, just as many questions that we have about life can be found in the Bible. Remember this, the Bible. It's a book of instruction, guidance, comfort, love, wisdom and knowledge, direction, growth and faith, and so much more. I say it like this, B-I-B-L-E, Basic Instruction Before Leaving Earth. It's an instruction manual of how to live your life. So the question is, how do I grow or add to the measure of faith that God has given all of us? Scripture says, for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith, goodness to goodness, knowledge and to knowledge, self-control and to self-control, perseverance and to perseverance, godliness and to godliness, brotherly kindness and to kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measures, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive and your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 1, through 5-8 You grow your faith through hearing, studying, and reading the word of God, which will allow you to add good character traits and attributes to your life. But you could also starve it by not hearing, studying, or reading his word, and just living in and of this world. So my question to you, are you feeding it or are you starving it? Growing it or letting it lay dormant? We're speaking of the measure of faith, That God has given you and if you don't mind allow me to share this with you as well in addition to the measure of faith that God bestows and blesses each of us with there's also a gift of faith that God has blessed and bestowed on certain people it's a spiritual gift just as a gift of tongues discernment interpretation of tongues the gift of prophecy the gift of healing and miraculous powers are spiritual gifts and scripture says to one there's given through the spirit the message of wisdom to another, the message of knowledge by the same means of the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit. That's first Corinthians 12, eight through nine. So we see there's also a gift of faith to go along with the measure of faith. And I share this because God says in his word, he does not want his people to perish for the lack of knowledge. And so we share the measure of faith and spiritual gifts of faith. And allow me to say this. It's a spiritual gift of faith. They are not earned, requested, or deserved. They're given to each individual as God sees fit and determines to give it to them. As stated in scripture, all these are the works of one and the same spirit, and he gives them spiritual gifts to each one just as he determines. That's 1 Corinthians 12 and 11. When you get a chance, read all of 1 Corinthians and 12. So now we know that there are measures of faith and gifts of faith. And each are given to assist you in doing the work God has called you to do. And know all your work will be predicated and dependent on your faith in him. Because remember, the three pillars of Christianity are faith, hope, and love. Amen? I wanted to share that with you as God had laid it on my heart to do so. So now we know about the measure of faith as well as the gift of faith. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to stop right here. And the next time we speak, we'll dive into the questions, what, why, and how of faith. So until next time, be blessed.